listen to the show and peep what these dudes bring. If you didn't know, it's an orange and blue thing. Hope to win the championship in a few rings. It's an orange and blue thing. Walk off if the game's tied like shoestrings. It's a Mets podcast, orange and blue thing. Beat the other team with defense in a few swings. LFGM, it's an orange and blue thing. Fans, back at you, Orange and Blue Thing, Season 5, Episode 4. I don't even think we really need to say that anymore, but I do it anyway. March Just to keep 22nd, track. 2021, Darren Mean and Julia Quadrino here from the Seven Lines headquarters. How are you, Julia? I'm great. How are you? I'm okay. We are Andy Chavez days away from opening day. Love it. 10 for people who don't know who Andy Chavez is. If you don't know who Andy Chavez is and you watch Orange and Blue Thing. Why are you here? Or listen afterwards. <laughs> maybe you just like us for some reason, but you don't know about the Mets. I don't know. <laughs> But we are 10 days away from uh, opening day in D.C., 17 days away for Mr. Keith Hernandez, if you know who Keith Hernandez is. If you don't, what do they call him? They call him Trollers? If you don't know Keith Hernandez, talking about Trollers on the broadcast the other day <laughs> as Julia is snorting over here. I snorted at that one. It's so good. I didn't get to save the one, the other one I just told you that you were cracking up at. Oh, uh, that was good. They caught him off guard. I guess they were asking him something, and he goes, oh, I'm sorry. I had a chocolate egg in my mouth. <laughs> he's such a treasure that is what we get uh with the best broadcast booth in baseball and if you haven't noticed i know you haven't been watching that often i haven't been able to yeah you work a lot congrats on your award by the way thank you tell the people what you won oh i think i mentioned before but uh we won best dog walker on long island my plaque just came in the mail the other day so i was able to pose with it thank you so what is the play? Tell the people what it says. What is it? Best of Long Island? Yeah. Best of Long Island 2021. Best dog walker. Quadrino awesome. dog care. That's yeah. so sick. Very excited about that. You should add that to your like your Twitter bio. Oh, it's everywhere. On all my like all my business social media, it's everywhere. There's like a little logo. I put right. it on my business cards and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> totally. You should make Very t-shirts with that too. I know Walk a guy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, shit. I know a guy, too. <laughs> so we'll work on that. The best booth in baseball. Gary's been off. I don't, you know, I, I guess they're shuffling things around. I don't know how often Gary works, but Wayne's been in the booth. I've heard. And Wayne's been doing great. Yeah. Pretty good for a Cubs fan. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it's tough because in years past, clearly this year's much different for spring training. Right. They're not broadcasting as many games. Some of the home teams aren't broadcasting their games at all on TV or radio, mm-hmm. um, which Mets fans definitely wouldn't put up with. But, um, <laughs> You know, in years past when like the Mets booth was off and I was listening through the MLB at bat app yeah. from like the local home broadcasters, yeah. they're horrific. Yeah. Like the baseball is such an entertainment sport. And the reason why we can still tune in when the guys are looking through baseball cards mm-hmm. when the game is a blowout is because <laughs> of the booth. Right. And if you don't have the booth, you just turn it off. I feel so bad for you know, teams like, I mean, and granted, I don't know their boots very well, but any team that's just been bad for a long time, except for last year, like the Marlins yeah, yeah, or the oh Rockies, if been, like, I don't know what their boots are like, but I can't imagine like going through like the stretch of like 2009 to 2014 without Gary, Keith and Ron yeah, yeah. and Kevin Burkhart too, when he was there, like it was, it was the only reason for watching once it got like the sixth inning, some of those games, because that's when they were their best when Keith was like delirious with how bad the game was. Yeah. So totally, I'm very excited for Gary to be back with them too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Wade's been doing great. I just it's it's refreshing that we have such good backups, you know. Yeah. And no offense to um Gary Apple, mm-hmm. but like if we had to pick the number two, I would say Wayne. Yeah, Wayne was doing Ron great. Ron filled in a couple times mm-hmm. and, and to Ron's credit, I actually looked it up because I, I wasn't trying to be a a, a dick to Ron. I right. like Ron, but play by play is not his thing. No, he's but he he's... did fill in a couple of times. And I think that when Gary was finally back, Ron mm-hmm. said something like, Oh, they 
because you know i have to imagine he's done the same thing you know color commentary for however many years to take on that like that's like running the show play by play is a big responsibility i'm sure he's nervous and whereas when he's doing it you know just commenting regularly it's very natural it's very just him observing what he sees and i imagine it's nerves kind of come through yeah, in that situation being put in that position yeah uh, uh, kb is filled in a couple of times but like, like even when you make me talk for a long time on here i get nervous <laughs> like, i can't imagine i know but still but still it's like you're like the head guy i'm also here i imagine it's like the same thing it's like when ron's without gary it's like oh god now i have to actually know what i'm talking about i, don't know. I like this like <laughs> i, I kind of almost forget the cameras even on yeah i'm just kind of hanging out <laughs> and i like we just talked about this too i prefer not that I want to be antisocial when you show up, but right. I prefer that we just don't talk. I know. We'll like start talking about things and be like, wait, let's wait until the cameras are rolling to talk about this and we just sit here and Yeah, we got Lizzie <laughs> behind the scenes. What's up, Lizzie? Lizzie? What's up, guys? So like when Lizzie shows up, I love Mondays. I said yeah. to Kelly this morning, like, she's like, what are you doing? I'm looking at my phone. You know, they're getting ready for school and stuff. And I'm just re replying to emails. Yeah. Nobody works week. No one even works Fridays anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, so like I'll fire out emails on Fridays. That's like, such hey, a great idea, Darren. <laughs> no, please. Uh, the amount of days this girl has had off. <laughs> give me a break. Um, anyway, so I'll be, I'll be firing off emails on a Friday, knowing damn well I am not getting a reply to right. Monday. Mm -hmm. So Mondays when everyone starts to work again. So I love Mondays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when Lizzie comes in, who actually had off on Friday. <laughs> And now she it said, was my birthday. Oh, come on. It's her birthday. Don't guilt her about that. Everyone say happy birthday to Lizzie in the comments. Happy birthday to Lizzie. <laughs> we'll get to some other birthdays here in a second. But I like on Mondays where like we kind of debrief. Like what's going on? What's yeah. going on this week? Yada, yada, yada. I think it'll be good when the season starts too because weekend series are always a big deal. Right. And we'll be able to talk about that on Monday when it's fresh. And I think yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. good a good setup. Mondays are great. So happy Monday to everyone <laughs> if you're watching. Happy birthday to Lizzie. Uh, belated. If uh, you are watching live which because we are streaming on facebook twitter and youtube drop a comment share us, the show tell, definitely <laughs> share the show but drop a comment tell us where you're where you're watching from and uh we'll shout some of you guys out but back to birthdays as we've mm. been doing edwin diaz is 27 today Happy wow. birthday! why do i think he was older 27 it's every all these people are still older than you. I know, but I just assume like closers <laughs> are old. I don't know why. I I don't know. Edwin, who needs to to have a great year in the worst way. Yes. Dylan Batances, his birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday! Who needs to step it up because we are not getting the Dylan, but the Yankees Dylan Batances. I know. We have not seen him yet, and he came out and said too, like he wants to prove himself to Mets fans, basically. Because, Love it. Do it. Um, I don't know if that's the, those were his words, but like. Yankee fans embraced him. I mean, he's just right. this dominant guy, huge pitcher, throwing throwing fireballs out there from the bullpen, and uh, he hasn't had success there here with us yet. Uh, we'll see. He's going to be 33 years old tomorrow. See, that makes more sense to me. I don't know why. Lee Mazzilli is going to be 67 years old on Thursday, and Brandon Nimmo, the original Mr. Smile, <laughs> will be 28 on Saturday. Wow. So happy birthday to all those folks. Um, if you are watching live, let us know where you're watching from. We have, uh, oh, I put hit the wrong thing there. <laughs> we have Steve checking in from Jeffersonville, Indiana. Oh, wow. We have Brian watching from lunch on his lunch break <laughs> at work from Bridgehampton. My favorite place to go. Lunch, we have uh, David Figueroa watching from Hollywood, Florida. Lisa, I haven't seen Lisa in a long time. Lisa, uh, Kestfine, uh, watching from Flushing. So people are checking in. All over all the over. country. We got Seattle. We got Persephone. We got Charlotte, North Carolina. We got Montana. 
Montana. Wow. Bunch of places. Montana is the one place I've never heard a bad thing about Montana. And I would love for that person to prove me wrong. But I can't <laughs> remember ever hearing something bad happening in Montana. And that's when I get in those phases of like, I want to quit my job and what happens drop my Exactly. Like Montana is the place I would move to just like start over where nobody could find me. I just feel like it's a very... Nothing bad happens in Montana. You but just like, is there anything to do? Is there any in- dogs to walk in Montana? Please respond. I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> this is my backup plan. Are there dogs in Montana? <laughs> Let me know, because um, that's my plan. When things go south in my life at some point, I will end up in Montana. <laughs> Every time I hear of Persephone, uh, I think of uh, Karate Kid, which is a movie that came out a long time ago. Yeah. It's before your time. <laughs> but the movie Karate Kid. I know the movie, oh, Lizzie. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure they moved from New Jersey to California and it was Persephone. I'm pretty sure. Mm. And uh, these little things kind of stand out in my mind for some reason. I I don't know. I'm a weird encyclopedia <laughs> of uh, random knowledge. Um, so anyway, speaking of uh, different things, you said you haven't heard a bad thing uh, about Montana. Yeah, that's where we go with this. A guy, a guy that was uh, a big part of the Mets for a number of years. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Mets Hall of Fame. He's in the Baseball Hall of Fame. He is Mr. Mike Piazza. He was on with the Mets media a little I while ago. You were going to say he's from Montana. No. I'm, like, I'm going to tell you what he that. said about Tom Seaver. Okay. Because um, who asked him? Healy. Heels. Um, Tim Healy. We loved him. Not Tim. Mark Healy. Oh, Mark Healy. You know Mark I forget Healy, we have right? two Healy. Yes, but I forget that we have two Healys. Mark Healy. I don't know if he had some beef with the Wilpons or something going on with the Mets, but he was uh-huh. not a part of like the media with the team. Yeah, for a while. that's why I thought you meant Tim Healy. And now Healy. he is again. Yeah. So he's a part of these Zoom calls and, and so on and so forth. So for anyway, Love it. Mike Piazza was on with the press today mm-hmm. and Healy asked him a question when you heard the news about Tom Seaver's passing, what was your initial yeah. reaction? And, and Piazza brought up, um, you know, you never heard you know a bad thing about tom Seaver. Mm. he says everyone has their bad days sometimes you'll hear you know this and that someone might say that you're a mean person but i say wow i know i've never heard that before from julia you know something like that um that was his response about tom Seaver. but um i was coincidentally this is weird i'm not gonna say i dm with 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 mike piazza (laughs) but i was dming with mike piazza as one casually does on a monday morning (laughs) and you know it's pretty cool when you get like the alert like mike piazza sent you direct message (laughs) an email you know he liked one of my tweets and it was like the highlight of my day so i'm gonna get to that in a second with your tweets um (laughs) so about having him back on the show Uh because he was on a few years ago you know uh, in the hall Hall of fame year i think it was 2016 So I'll I, freak out. I think he's going to come back on the show. I'll freak out. I don't out. know about next Monday, but probably soon. I will need like a like a heads up. You know that how we <laughs> we used to run the guests through Skype? And yeah. I would do a test prior to the show to make mm-hmm. sure everything's running good. Now, the system now, I mean, knock on wood, we had two guests so far. Shout yeah. out to Jay Horowitz and Disha if you haven't watched those episodes yet. Rewind later after the show. Um, so Mike and I did a test mm-hmm. on Skype. I was in my basement still doing the show. And he's, right. I think he was in Italy. Um, and we're just doing a test Skype <laughs> call me and Mike Piazza and I'm in my basement what next, is to your like, life? next to the laundry, <laughs> like the laundry machine. And I'm like, what's up, Mike? He's like, hey, is this good? Are we doing good? And like, oh, he's like, my God, just checking his hair and stuff. I'm like, yeah, we're good. Can you come back in like 45 minutes? He's like, yeah, no problem. I lose my mind. He was my David Wright before David Wright. I took a picture. Like I snuck it in. Like of, <laughs> I took a photo of the screen as we were doing the just Skype. Just chilling with my friends. But anyway, I was explaining to him like it's much easier now. So if he hmm. can find the time which we hope he can. Mike will be on the show soon. Oh my God. Another uh, guy that we were talking about that was supposed to maybe come on today. Not, yes. You know, he has, he's playing a game right now, so he could, right. but P. Kerr Armstrong uh, is a friend of the program, friend of the seven lines. So we're going to try to get him on soon, which would be an interesting guy to talk to. It'll be so cool. His not, not only like his age, but like the experiences he's getting now, 
you know, as uh, a guy who is such a, a highly touted prospect mm -hmm. for the Mets, we hope that he's like the next big thing yeah, yeah. out there for us in the outfield. And yeah, and I said not his age, but yeah, his age. Like, what has he really done at 18 years old? I know. I mean, he's, he's a lot more than I, I did think at he 18. Played in Tokyo. He's he done some, he's traveled a bit, yeah. you know, but at 18 years old, what have you really done yet? You know, I know. So that'd be a great guy to talk to. Um, and we kind of prepped, like you did some more prep than I did, but you had some questions. <laughs> at like 1130 last night. I'm like, I'll come up with something. Yeah. No, but I mean, like I just Google him and he's, he's very interesting. Like just his upbringing. I don't want to like spoil any of like, I don't know. I feel like we should save stuff to talk about, but just, you know, his family is very interesting. His high school is very interesting. He's just a very interesting guy with like a lot of stuff. It's almost like one of those is he going to live up to the hype kind of people? Right, but like, right. I kind of have no doubt. He just seems so like humble. Like you would not guess like watching an interview with him that he comes from this like background that yeah, he does, yeah, yeah. I guess. So I'm very excited. That'll be cool. So Pete, when you can find him, you know what for him, I guess maybe like after his, after camp is over. Cause right, right now, like he even told me like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. The minor leagues are crazy like, tonight, right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like let them know like tonight what they're doing tomorrow. For so, sure. Uh, I don't want to put him in a bad spot either, like missing practices or something. <laughs> be doing a, a show with us, so we'll see. Um, let's talk about women's women's month. It's not women's yes. women's history. Women's month. history month. So last yes. week we had Dish on. Mm -hmm. Two weeks ago we had Jay on, and we discussed a lot about uh, Shannon Ford. Yes. And today you're going to talk about who? Yes. Uh, basically, I mean, she's basically Mrs. Met. Um, so. Probably the most important woman in Mets history, one of the most important people in Mets history, because she is the whole reason that the Mets exist today. Um, Joan Payson, who I hope Becca is watching because our friend Becca has been screaming into the void about how Joan Payson deserves more recognition for years. And she's absolutely right. Um, so for background, Joan was a minority stakeholder in the New York baseball giants. Um, and hated the idea of the team moving to San Francisco, fought against it, obviously was overruled. And so when they left, um, she sold her sock in the Giants and she put together a group that won a New York franchise in the Continental League, which was a proposed third major league founded by Bill Shea, who obviously Shea Stadium was named after. Um, so the National League then responded by awarding one of their two new expansion teams to Jones Group. So I guess... They kind of saw what she was doing, didn't want the competition. I don't know. I, I, that's something I'd have to Google more into as the exact reasoning. But it was Joan putting together that group and kind of forcing their hand that that's why they ended up getting the expansion team. That is why there was National League Baseball in New York again. All because of Joan. She was the first woman to buy as opposed to inherit majority control of a team in a major North American sports league and was loved by all players and personnel. Um, she also apparently played a huge role in getting Willie Mays back in 1972. Um, she was the Mets team president from the team's inception in 1962 until 1975 when she passed away. I discovered this last night. She passed away the same week as Casey Stengel, which I thought was wow. interesting. Yeah. Um, at the age of 72. Um, so in addition to the Mets, she was a huge philanthropist. She donated funds to build a library at Pepperdine University and established and endowed the Helen Hay Whitney Foundation for Medical Research in honor of her late mother. She was the director of and founded multiple hospitals across the country, a trustee of the United Hospital Fund and Lighthouse for the Blind. 
And during the depression, she contributed $50,000 to the Emergency Unemployment Relief Committee, which I thought was just kind of topical given the world she was obviously, if she lived in Corona times, she'd be helping out the people. Um, she was a great person. So um, for those of you who don't know, that's why we have the Payson entrance at City Field. Um, and I guess you can now join me in wondering why that's kind of all we have to honor Joan. I mean, she literally is the reason the Mets exist. She's the reason why we have a team. So it kind of boggles my mind. No disrespect to Bill Shea. Um, and I just, I loved the name Shea Stadium. I love Shea Stadium in general and whatever. I'm happy it was named Shea, but like, it's so wild how we named the stadium after the man who founded the league and not after the woman who put together the group that forced the national league's hand to make the team. Yeah, it just, yeah. it's, and she and did now that. It's like the, it's also like, you wouldn't even know it's there. I know. So it's, it's, if you don't know, it's just to the right of the Jackie Robinson rotunda, you go towards the right field line down the, down the line, you know, you pass the fan walk and it's not even an entrance that most people can use. I think it's like a special, it might be like a VIP entrance or like yeah. sweet, sweet entrance. Or it's something. one of the, it's one of the, yeah, you know what? I think you're right. I think it's one of the VIP entrances that not a lot of people can use. And it's right next to like the least used entrance in the ballpark. That, I, used like, it, I used it once. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you do fancy stuff. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Darren just had to slip that in there, but no, it's crazy to me. I mean, uh, Look, previous ownership did not do a good job of honoring much of the team's history. I think the fact that we're only getting a Tom Seaver statue after he's passed away is ridiculous. They had decades to get that done. So, um, you know, I don't know if I want to make this a feminist issue that she's not properly represented when the whole team's history really isn't. But um, Steve Cohen, who has apparently taken note that, you know, team's history has not been properly represented and made some changes. I call on you, <laughs> as does Becca, who I know will eventually hear this and scream into the void with me. Um, there needs to be more for Joan Payson. There is literally no Mets baseball without Joan Payson. And it's just, think about it. Like, imagine a woman doing that today is impressive. A woman in the 1960s is insane. And she was like a super fan. She would sit at every game behind the dugout cheering yeah. them on. Like, yeah. She's I it boggles my mind that there's not more for Joan Payson. You know what's so. what's what's crazy too? Maybe I don't know if this is the deal with the Wilpons or not. Yeah. But I've been in many meetings with people throughout the past decade or so, Mets related or whatever. Just any anything <laughs> this whole related. Episode, we're just like Darren is fancy. Darren no, does no, cool just, things. No, just no like I know, but it's just owner, funny. Yeah. Being in meetings as a business Absolutely. owner, whether it's seven line related or like events or whatever. Sure. There are many people where if it's not their idea, it's not a good idea. Yeah. And I feel like maybe because Jeff and friend wanted to build the ballpark as like this homage to the Ebbets field and, right. and all that where it's like, all right, let's just kind of like forget this piece of yeah. the history and kind of rewrite it, mm -hmm. you know, not rewrite it, but like, let this be our building. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like Joan had her day, but like not really. But she really did she it. Did. Uh, to be fair, I was young when Shea Stadium was torn down and my memories of there are, you know, Hazy. I was little. So, but I don't know. Oh, I'm God. sorry. I'm sorry. It was torn down when I was like, what, 12, 13? Oh, sorry. Um, but I don't know if they had anything at Chase Stadium honoring nah, Joan Payson. So. I can't recall anything. Much, which I kind of liked. Not not about that. But right. what I liked about Shea was you go and you watch the game. I don't, I, I will say, I don't, I never want what Yankee Stadium is, which it looks like a library and like a museum. Like that's too much. But the important figures in team history, like Tom Seaver should have had a statue a long time ago. Like the, the big guys, like Tom Seaver, Mike Piazza, David Wright, Joan Payson. I don't know, Daryl Strawberry, Doc, and Keith Hernandez, like the big names. There's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. there's been a lot of great players in Mets history, but 
not, I mean, the bets haven't been great very often that right, you remember right, right. the great players and you might as well celebrate them and focus on those. I, I don't know. You know, what's so. crazy at Shay, like, um, the way now when you go to the bathrooms and you get up and walk around, even the concourse area, like the first level, whatever they call it, yeah. the field level, you could see the game from pretty much everywhere where you're walking. Mm -hmm. When you had seats at Shea, unless you're on the field level, when you got up to go to the bathrooms or do any concessions, yeah, you couldn't can see, see anything. anything. Yeah. Nothing. And half the times the TVs that were next to where you were were broken. Right. Or like you're in the bathroom and I don't know if they had the radio playing in the bathroom or not, but like you had no idea what's going on. I don't on. know, but the fact it's so nice now. It's, I don't know, this, there's no way to make this not sound weird, but there's something so comforting about like being in the bathroom and just hearing Howie Rose calling the game to yeah. you. It's like you're not missing anything. Right, right, right. It's yeah, so nice. I mean. That's why everyone's so distracted now. And like there was no self. I mean, I had like the T Mobile sidekick, and, <laughs> you know, random shit. Like I had like aim on my phone and stuff like that. But like aim. there was, uh, uh, nothing else to do. You yeah. go and you watch the game. Yeah. You know, which was cool. Um, so speaking of, um, you know, paying tribute to yesteryear and mm -hmm. John Payson, who needs more, uh, what came out a couple of days ago, which I guess wasn't really breaking news. It wasn't really like formally announced. I don't think I no, just saw but fans people noticed on their yeah. tickets last year that it said Piazza Club yes. as part of their access last mm -hmm. year. So there's I don't know even honestly, it's been almost what a year and a half now since we've been in the it's ballpark. Crazy. I can't remember what the clubs are called. Yeah. But before that, it was Foxwoods. Before Foxwoods, it was Caesars. Yes. And okay. now it's going to be called. Um, I have the official name. I, I think it's I like actually, a vodka one piazza owns club. It. Okay, owns, that's why he owns True Vodka. Smart True Vodka. That's so it it's called like True Vodka Thirty One Piazza Club. I love it. Um, because the other day we saw some tweets floating around out there, and I wanted to get confirmation, so I hit the Mets up. They wrote, wrote back to me, right? And then I remembered that Piazza was becoming a part of this venture with the vodka, so mm -hmm. I googled it and so on and so forth. So that's the story with that. So Mike Piazza's uh club which should be opening at, you know, what, 17, 17 days from days. now, uh, will be taking place of um, the Fox so Club. Cool. So this is a photo up here on the screen now. If you're not watching live, you want to check out Twitter or whatever, watch the show. It's a replay. Um, Patchman Phil put this up. So I guess they're still doing the um, – the vaccinations at the ballpark. Yeah. So maybe that's how they noticed that. Oh, okay. And I was some wondering other people, people are, saw. have noticed like stickers, like the windows are now branded. Yeah, yeah. So you can, you know, it's reversed from uh -huh. the outside. But um, so the true vodka from Italy, obviously, Mike Piazza connection there. Um, so hopefully we can have Mike on, talk about the new space, congratulate him on the partnership and Crazy. on the vodka and talk about the team. And I honestly think I might, I'll try to rein it in, but I feel like I might fangirl harder for that them with David Wright. I was obsessed no with my fiance when I was little. I don't get me wrong, but David's also I I've talked to him so many times and I know he's nice and like I like it wasn't anything super new, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mike Piazza's like the one like I've never met him. I have like one picture with him on his um Mets Hall of Fame ceremony it was the last game of the season, I think 2013. I was like down there and he was around in the golf cart and like I said, I love you. And he was like, thanks, sweetie. And I was like, that's like my, oh my God. I called my mom and dad who were like upstairs and was like freaking out. So Did you see the photo that I came might out fangirl a little the bit. The day after that. Um, oh, with in front of the seven line army? Yeah, because I made so the letters. Sick. I made yeah. the Piazza letters, which I don't know where they are. That picture's um, amazing. So they were cutouts of each letter, spelling out Piazza. And after the ceremony, we thought it was over like the ceremony was done yeah. and that's when he got in the golf cart but some mm -hmm. people had left the section i don't think kelly was there first for that part um 
she was there for for the ceremony, right. but I think maybe she like ran out to the bathroom or something. Yeah. So he comes comes around the golf cart, and I'm the letters were up, but not all of them yeah. were. So I had to run really quick and get the P in the I and yeah. put it down. I'm holding them, <laughs> and it was a full page color uh, photo so in, the, in the newspaper the next day. Mm -hmm. I have that framed in my office at home. But, awesome. Um. Yeah. It's, I'm excited to just get back at the at the ballpark. But you know, let's talk about a little bit of opening day. Um, we finally got some news. Finally got some news, which I'm sure you guys have heard already. The, the gov came out last week and said 20%. And during his press conference, he had the double-sided mask, Mets and Yankees, trying to make a joke. Listen, there. is his life not hard enough right now? Why oh. would he do that to himself? That Boy, was that, so like, bad. It is, it is literally impossible no. to be a fan of both the Mets and the Yankees. I'm like, listen, you've lived in New York long enough. I'm assuming, I don't even know if he's from New York. I'm assuming yeah, he yeah, is. He's from Queens. How the hell? Like, you're from Queens. Yeah. Why did you think that would be a good idea for people who are watching this? Because the people who are watching are like, I need opening day information. This guy's going through so much right now. He's probably <laughs> like, it's probably such a blur. I mean, Al Leiter was there. CC Sabathia was there. There was some Mets reps there yeah. uh, to kind of just talk about the, the day and, and what's going on with opening day. And they kind of all had their, their second to talk. But, right. Um, whatever. Someone probably handed it to him. One of his team. Uh, so bad. Whatever. So anyway, 20%. Not the worst thing he's done this month, but still bad. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, can't be a fan of both. If you are a diehard Mets fan, you're a diehard Mets fan. Right. There's no way you're a diehard Mets fan. And be like, oh, I don't also, I'll also cheer for the Yankees. It's impossible. But you anyway. don't have to hate the Yankees, right, but right, you right, can't right, right. cheer for them. No, it's not. It's absolutely it's not, not possible. It's not possible. Um. So anyway, twenty percent, which I think is kind of, I thought it would be more. I wished it would be more. Yeah. How can a restaurant be seventy-five percent capacity when you sit down at your seat and you take your mask off, while outdoors, while you have to show your vaccination, uh, proof of vaccination, full vaccination, or you get your negative test. Why can't it be more than 20% here's, outdoors? Here's what I think is because it's much easier to police people and make sure they're following the rules in a small restaurant than it is in a stadium. Once people start walking around, you can't follow everyone and make sure they're making. And I also, you know, not to be that person, but getting a negative test result does not mean you're not carrying it. We all need to be aware of that. I Listen, I'm going to do everything I can to try and get in there that day, and I probably will not be fully vaccinated by that point. So it's one of those things where you're assuming the risk, but you do have to know there is still a risk. Like there are false negatives all the time. There's false positives all the time. So it's one of those things where I think they have to operate under the assumption that people in the building could still be carrying it. And it's harder to make sure in such a big open space that people are following the rules than in maybe a smaller closed, even though it's not as properly ventilated. But yeah, I, I think that's I just the think reason. Twenty percent is pretty low. So I know it's, way, it's still not going to be it, like a ballpark. I think atmosphere. it has to do with like the bathroom situation and the yeah. line situation, concession stands, all that mm -hmm. stuff. Because... And I heard too, like no cash. Everything's got to be. Cars. Oh really? Yeah, no cash. Wow. Uh, so I guess that means no vendors walking around. Um, Mike. you know, I know the way our kiosk is going to work. I think they're not opening it unless it's more than 20%. So okay. like, we haven't had any purchase orders yet. So like all yeah. of our sales are strictly online. Yeah. Um, and I promise new stuff is coming. I don't want to throw MLB under the bus, but like our <laughs> approval process is not as quick as maybe like Nike's would be. Right. So like we do have dozen, like over a dozen new t-shirt designs. Please just bear with us. We do have new stuff coming <laughs> out. So, um, 20%, I was hoping it was going to be more, yeah. but the way the team is working it. And so is other teams they are doing month to month. Right. So if you noticed, a lot of the people that had tickets and ticket plans for the season, their mm -hmm. April, one, April ones were in their wallets. And Thursday when they made the announcement, they were gone. Yeah, they were gone. So 
I'm hoping that they see things are working good. Mets mm -hmm. fans aren't being knuckleheads. Everyone's kind That's of... That's the thing. You can't ruin it for everybody else. If you get is... in the door on opening day, just follow the damn rules. Right, and right, if you right. don't want to, watch it on your couch because right, there's right. somebody sitting on their couch who would kill to be there. It's me. I would kill to be there following the rules. So please, absolutely, don't ruin it for me. So that's the story. <laughs> I think that like once May comes around, maybe it'll it'll rise up a little bit. Yeah. But um, I don't want to. I don't know if you assumed or anything, or mm -hmm. even thought maybe we'd be able to get you in. But like, oh no, no, no. I okay. I have other feelers out there. I yeah. there's I'm I'm praying. But, well, like honestly, the way that they're working it, like I don't know if any if this break news to anyone. We have six hundred and two. I members. was gonna say I, I doubt you can even get the people who paid in. So That's, I wasn't expecting shit. It's such a sticky situation because I would love to be like, oh, we'll just uh, Amelia's not gonna come. I'll bring you. But, no, like, no, no. We can't do that because six hundred and two people renewed. Less than a third of those people are going to get to go. I would never do so, that. I would never take the spot of somebody who paid and couldn't go. Do you know what go. they're doing? Where so it's like if we go to opening day, sure, we can't go to the second game of the of our plan. Really, the people who didn't get to go to opening day get first crack at those. Okay. So the way they're doing it is it's pod seating. So I guess people were a little confused about what that blog post was the other day. The pods are from one to six seats. Okay. There are no six seat accounts in the Seven Line Armies group. Mm -hmm season package so no one should be picking that up and the way that i'm going to word it pretty firmly to everyone once we finally get that list of who can yeah select is listen i know damn well that you have two tickets on your account mm -hmm. don't go in and buy a pod for four yeah because if you do you're out yeah and like I'm, I'm i'm firm with that type of stuff i because, think that's very fair and not only that you're ruining it for the next person that right. did renew but couldn't go and they were supposed to be there right. so like just because the pandemic happened and you're now getting the option to purchase a pod even though you had two tickets, don't buy a pot. Yeah, it's reminding bring, me of the toilet paper situation last year. Just friends. because you have the opportunity to buy all the toilet paper, you don't need all the toilet paper. It's right. the same thing. So I'm going to be pretty firm with that. So the way yeah, that I think it's that's working fair. is it's based on renewal timing. So mm -hmm. um, the first, I don't want to say the number because I it's it's less than 200. Right. But we have 600 tickets, so it's a third. Those people are going to get an alert probably this week mm -hmm. that says next week if you'd like to go, log into this website to mm -hmm. the Mets website on I think it's the 30th and you can go in and buy a pod. So how are you picking those people that just like order Renewal which timing. they renewed? Okay. So like I have no say over it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. um but then if you do go to opening day, you're now at the back of the line for game two, which is okay. uh towards the end of the month on Saturday against the Nationals. Got it. But I don't really see these as outings. Yeah. I see it as a special perk yeah. for the group because of our relationship with the Mets. Right. So it's like we have a record, an ongoing record of what our games are. Yeah, it's like yeah. 60 and 48, whatever it is. Are these not going to count towards I it? I don't think they should count because they're not really outing. So like yeah. the spring training opening day, uh, we could have gone. Mm -hmm. That wasn't an outing. It was just like a few of us a partnership. Can and if you want to go, cool. So it's like if I miss it, it's not like I'm not going to an outing. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, like we had the in memoriam for Indart that came up the other day <laughs> when he finally missed an outing. That's um, so funny. You know, I can't believe I had never seen that. Um, I think that missing these games is is for sure going to be sad. For right, people who can't go, but like you're not missing an outing. So do like, people still wear the jerseys? No, yeah, do for, still do I, all the would, chants and stuff. I would hope so. Okay, but like when game two comes on, since I'm going to go to opening day, yeah. I won't go to the second game. Right, because I want to be. I want to keep it fair. So sure. like, if me and Kelly go to game two, mm -hmm. we do have three tickets, but if we only use two or three, um then we're now taking away from three other people that didn't get to open day yeah. and they can't go to game two. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to go to game two. Yeah. I think that's fair. So like I have to lead by example with this shit. Sure. Can't be like, well, 
I'm going. Yeah. But only uh, yeah, yeah, 100 and yeah. X amount of you guys can go. So I'm going to opening day. I'll let you guys know the, the list when it comes out, but I won't be at game two. Yeah. Uh, now it comes to Tampa. Yeah, that's dicey. Tampa. Have they announced what their policy is yet? The guy's been awesome with me. Oh, Back good. and forth. He's like, listen, let's let's be real here. The Tampa Bay Rays do not draw a large crowd. Yeah. So You're lucky it's the Rays. Right, 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 <laughs> you really right. are. Because if this was another stadium, I don't think you'd have a shot of doing a group I, mean, I have deposits in with everybody. Yeah. So Rays, Phillies, Pirates, Nationals, Dodgers. But those are a little later in the season. Yeah, right? yeah. And yeah. a lot of them are drivable. Right. So Tampa, Tampa in May. They don't. They say they can't let me know what's going on in May until mid-April, because they're doing I get month it. to month. I get it. But how can I secure the tickets, pay for the tickets, no, make the t-shirts, and expect people to buy flights, sell the t- sell the package, mm-hmm. pr- uh, print and mail everything out, make the special event patch. Then you get flights. Then you get hotels. Are we going to be able to pull that off in time? I don't know. Maybe not. So Tampa might have to be canceled. I. You know what? That would suck. But I can't even imagine. People, I think the flights is like you said, the other ones are drivable. So if it's a last minute thing, you can pull it off great. But like having to book a flight, especially now, uh, I don't know. That's 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 tricky to have to do last minute. I would not want to be in that boat. So that's the story with Tampa. Like, honestly, I'm on the fence with it. I I could even flip a coin and go. I honestly, I don't know if you've done this already, but like maybe throw up a poll and be like, listen, realistically, if you were offered it this time, would you buy it? Polls are weird. Polls (laughs) are like also trying to gauge sales on likes. Yeah. Is impossible. Like I can put breaking news. (laughs) Do it. Where's the sound here? I got the wrong thing going on. No. So. If you can't see this, that was really freaking loud in my ears. It was I don't know so loud. That was loud at home too. You probably can't even notice what this is right now. There's so. Do you want? Do you have like the my view and I can hold it up to the camera? We have a show closer? background. I, when Lizzie comes okay. back, I have a show. So we have a background here on the show that is like an all over print of like random things. And um, this is actually drawn by Graphics Joker. You know Graphics yeah. Joker? Yeah. Right? Oh, that's awesome. So he drew um, uh, a hot dog, a baseball bat, City Field, Shea Stadium, um, a beer. Random squigglies, an <laughs> apple, a baseball. So like it's an all over print, like kind of like a, a wild yeah. assortment of Mets stuff. But um, if you saw when I leaked out the the photos of our other shorts that we're mm-hmm. doing, like the the uniform style shorts, yeah. this is the exact same cut, ex- exact same material. It's got a pocket on the back. It's got strings in the front. So cool. Every time, everyone I've showed these to so far, like what is it? Is it a bathing suit? Is yeah. it, it is. I All I wear, besides even though people make fun of me because I, I wear like jorts sometimes. <laughs> Uh, is walking shorts or yeah. amphibian shorts. So mm-hmm. you can swim in them. You can walk in them. You can, it, They're basically like summer shorts so you don't have like swamp ass. <laughs> uh, basically, that's it. So, These are the anti-swamp ass shorts, people. If, Lizzie, if you could put those, that in front of the camera for a second. Oh, perfect. Little, yeah. Woo! Look at those. Sexy. <laughs> All right, that's good. So uh, those will come out, I hope, at the same time as the other shorts. That should be right around May. Cool. Uh, so that's a story with that. Yeah, th- those are coming out in May. The sunglasses are coming out in May. Um, bunch of stuff's coming out in May. But every time I put something up, it's like, uh, when are the shorts coming out? I could post yeah. like, anything. I know. I-, I always look at the comments, and it's always something about the shorts. I'm like, yeah. people are starved for shorts, yeah, 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 I yeah. guess. Are we tailgating an open day? What about the shorts? I think it's also like people <laughs> like don't fit in their jeans anymore and shorts are stretchy. So maybe they just need something like summer go-to. It's like when you were celebrating your jeans the other day. Yes, exactly. I need to get these shorts so I can stop wearing jeans because so anyway, that one time was too much. 
long story short, that's what I was getting to about the that, about the polls. Yeah. So you could put up a poll and be like, "Would you go to Tampa if we if we book it?" But like, honestly, people, I don't know. You could say that now and be like, "Yeah, I'll go." And then next month well, we'll come around, I'm like, "Nah." Maybe like, like put in like the email. I guess I don't know. I don't know yeah. how to do it, but like to, in a way to do it, like it's a group of people you actually know would consider, not just random people who follow you who are like, "Hmm, would I want to go to Tampa?" I don't know. Right, right, right. Like even though they have no interest in actually going. But yeah, I don't know. Would That's, you go? I probably. When is it? It's in May. It's mid May. I probably wouldn't or just early May. I'm already booked for like work in May. I don't think feasibly I'd be able to do it. And I'm gonna be honest. Like if I was traveling for the first time because I haven't left New it York, it wouldn't be Florida. Right? It wouldn't be Florida. I mean, I'm kind of afraid of Florida. It for wouldn't being be honest. Tampa Bay, yeah. <laughs> Florida, Tampa, a Tampa Bay. No, I don't know. I'm just kind of afraid of Florida. But that's me. A lot of people will be vaccinated by then. I'm at the bottom of the totem pole, so I know I won't. So I'm gonna be as careful as I can for as long as I can. But a bunch of people will be vaccinated by then, so maybe they feel safe to go. And yeah, but you know what it is like. Our, our Florida outings do pretty well. Like we went to Miami twice yeah. as, as outings. They did pretty well both times. So I feel like the people who live in Florida. Well, that's another thing. You have a lot of Mets fans who live in Florida that you may be able to sell a decent amount without having to worry about people needing flights. Yeah. But like, honestly, it's not a destination. Like they, they might be getting a new ballpark within the next couple of years yeah. anyway. So I'm almost kind of talking myself out of it right now. <laughs> Uh, Pros and it'll cons. Prob- probably be a much better experience if we don't go right now. And be yeah. like, you know what? We're going just for the sake of going, just to say we went to a game. But is it really going to be that? Because I was going to say, you're pretty close to getting through all of the teams, all of the stadiums. If you go to the old stadium this year, and then they have a new stadium. I feel like that's not going to be at like, the top of your list to go back to when, like you said, it probably would be a better experience to go to the new stadium. And you'd probably wait a few years to do it anyway. So I yeah, don't know. We got some people chiming in Maybe here. Maybe wait that out. I'm pretty sure this is Jeff on uh, on Twitter, uh, Lichstein. He says, in this environment, not worth the risk or headaches. If I was you, I would cancel it. Mm. Um, uh, this is good. It's a group discussion. Brian Bombser, Florida is the Wild West. The stadium <laughs> is a dump. Hold off. Which is true. Like that's, There's no lies. That's completely factual. The trop. Like, no. you got to go to the trop. Everyone's like, oh, it's yeah. whatever. It's, yeah. it's a ballpark. You right. Know? Um, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll cancel it. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> it's it's weird because it's. I mean, it would make your life a hell of a lot easier that week. You got a crazy week that week. Uh, yeah, you right. You yeah, heard about that week. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, it, it's the kind of thing where I always said like I'm never going to Tampa, but like we're running out of places to go. Yes, I mean so. we should go at least once. But like you said, if they're gonna make a new stadium anyway, I feel like you might as well wait. Especially right now, if there was no COVID, I would say just do it, just to say you'd went to all of them and go back. But like. I don't know if it's the trop is not worth <laughs> risking COVID for. No. I don't know. So uh, back to opening day. So you're probably not going. Have you come so, to terms yet or no? I have. I mean, I, I just basically made like a desperate tweet on Twitter. And I was like, listen, if anyone is offered tickets and for no reason doesn't want to go and somebody, some kind soul, I, I don't even know him. He didn't follow me. He just happened to see my tweet. He was like, listen, I'm a partial plan holder. I'm not going to be fully vaccinated yet and personally don't feel comfortable going. If you want to, if I'm able to get them and you want to buy them, like you can have them. They're yours. So I am just finger. I'm not getting too excited yet. I'm going to wait until he like has them in his possession. And then hopefully me and my dad will be there. So we will see. How many views does your new video have? (laughs) 
Not as much as Mean Girls, if that's what you're getting to. But I always do this. I posted it at like 1030. What do you like, use to edit those things? Yo, it's the most bullshit app in the world. I literally just typed into the app store like video editor. It's terrible. It's not good. If you'll notice, like some of the names come up super big just because when you save it, the way it compresses, it just like zooms in the names. It's, it's not good. And it takes me an annoying amount of time to do it. How long does it take? That little video took me maybe like an hour and a half, which That's is not so that bad. Yeah, but it's not, it wasn't complicated. Like it right, shouldn't right, have right. taken an hour and a half. It was like putting three names on a screen. Um, but I do want to say, you know, if we're gonna promo this video, also definitely go watch the original video of the guy playing Meet the Mets on the violin because it's insane. He does like a four-part quartet. It's so cool. Um, let so me see I, if I could pull it up here. I highly recommend um, going to watch it. Shares me. Hold on one second. Yeah, because I saw this the other – I don't know what day. Maybe you did it Saturday night or something Friday, like that. Uh, maybe Saturday. I don't know. It was the weekend. No one was on Twitter. <laughs> Everyone was having fun, having a life. This. So it's a scene. Let me set the scene here if people are listening afterwards. Mm -hmm. uh, the video is the scene in Titanic. Everything's going to shit. And <laughs> uh, Julia basically put names over who the people are in this video. And uh, – did you get you said his name again? Uh, his name is Nick Pauly. Yeah, Nick Pauly, um, very talented. He put up a video of himself playing Meet the Mets, but playing every. Did you just say this because I was trying to pull it up? Yeah, it's it's he but it's it so cool. Times. It's like a four part harmony. It's insane. But he played all of it himself. Go watch the original video too because it's so cool. I didn't realize it's two minutes long. <laughs> I was gonna say this yeah, is a long a video. Long. So anyway. Go to Julia's Twitter. The and end watch is it. better. Because it's if you're listening more... afterwards, you're like, "What the I... hell am I doing?" Yeah, listening to the violin. But honestly, I really think the best part of the video is the violin playing. It's so impressive. So go watch the original video too. Oh, Don't want to steal his thunder. So, uh, speaking of uh, thunder, which you could do a lot from if you have a baseball bat. <laughs> uh, shout out to our front, our friends from Dugout Mugs down Woo. in Florida. They turned the top of a bat and turned it into a 12 ounce mug. Very impressive stuff from our friends down at dugout mugs and have you been seeing all the tweets coming through of the people that have been i getting have the and tara too was saying it was such a great she deal so in our like own private group text that me darren and lizzie have with a couple of their friends tara was like trying to sell us on it like yeah, it's great like, you need to get like, it tara you don't have to tell like i know i know how awesome this is <laughs> i love her so she much she was basically texting us her review she was so excited about it like put the shit on twitter let them know <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we were doing the promo. They were doing the promo for the past few weeks of the free knob shot. And this week is even crazier. They're doing 35% off of any MLB product on their site. So it, it excludes like the custom engraving, but pretty much everything else that I could think of on their site would be 35% off. That's so sick. go to dugoutmugs.com. The promo code is just seven line, the number seven L I N E. And you can pick up anything you want up on. Oh, actually right there. It says C MLB collection. Um, you could select your favorite team. Let's get ahead on over to the Mets and see what they got. They got the bat mugs. They got the wine mugs. They got the, the season opener, which I love. I just all the time. Um, it's a uh, bottle opener on the, with the bottom of the bat. Mm -hmm. Awesome stuff down in Florida. Definitely go check them out. Dugoutmugs.com. Use the promo code seven line number seven L I N E for 35% off while supplies last mm -hmm. on their site. They actually didn't tell me when that code would expire. So I guess it's good for at least the next week. So <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> definitely go over there. No, it'll be up for at least a week. Yeah. So head on over there and uh, pick up some stuff. Um, so I asked some people today on the little internet there what their biggest concern was going into the season. Oh, yeah. And, you know, news came out last week. Oh, it's no big deal. Cookie Carrasco, you know, uh, just something minor. And Can then it's I like, just say? 
Everything's I, always minor with this team. Right? No, no, no. I want to get ahead of this because okay. I already saw people calling Cookie Carrasco the next Jed Lowry, and I know, okay, Cookie Carrasco was diagnosed with and beat cancer mid-career. If there's anybody who wants to be on the field, who's going to give us all the battling back from an injury, who's probably devastated by this minor hamstring thing, it's him. It's not that minor, though. But he might not be back for months. I'm saying in terms of, like, in comparison to oh, cancer, oh, it's pretty minor in the grand scheme of his life and things he's come back from. So I am not too worried. I'm sure he's going to do everything he can to get back on the field as quickly as possible. And if he can't, he beat cancer, so we're not allowed to get mad at him, and that's all I have to say about that. I'm very passionate about it. Yeah, but, we love Cookie. You know, we heard Stroman come. Of course, yeah. we heard Stroman come out the other day and say, you know, in order for us to be elite, yeah, we needed Carrasco in, mm -hmm. in the rotation. So it's almost like saying that we're not elite anymore. Yeah, because um, now there's a lot of question marks. Because now you look at it. But like, I honestly love that Stroman came out and said that. It's it's you want to hear that. You know what I mean? It, it's kind of putting pressure on the people upstairs, like you know. We have there, and they do. They get, they've got a lot of pitching depth this offseason, which is great. But it is calling on everyone involved to be better. Like right, someone right, got right. knocked down. Like we all have right. to be better now. Well, the injury bug, unfortunately, the black cloud of flushing does hang over this team. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I would not be surprised if if more more things happen. It's a sport. You know, right. people get hurt. That's what especially happens. in spring training. But building depth is what you need to do. But you know, speaking of spring training, the guys that you kind of all right. <laughs> Let me take it back. Jeff McNeil wasn't hitting great. Right. He got a couple hits the other day and like the, 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 the clubhouse and the, and the bench was, you know, fired up for him. But like you take spring training numbers with a grain of salt, like every day when the Mets do something great or do something poor, poorly, Tacoma comes out and goes, well, this is what happens. And then he ends it with, but it doesn't matter. In the fake game. Don't count, <laughs> which is true, but you want to see some spurts of some kind of sure. excitement from guys like mm -hmm. Batances or guys like Familia right. who need to, they need to pitch well out of that bullpen in order for our team to have su sure. success. We can't just, um, you know, put all the weight on Aaron loop and uh, Trevor may right. and uh, Diaz. So like, Guys got to step up. Lugo, who knows when he's coming back. Mm -hmm. So we, this is, you know, what's funny. We get into like Mets talk and it's actually a Mets show again. Uh, <laughs> instead of us just like bullshitting about like random stuff. It's like, we're actually talking baseball. Uh, Let's go. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens, but, um, whatever's going to happen. It's only 10 days away. Yeah. So if these guys are going to like save all their bullets for April 1st, it is what it is. I don't but, know. I mean, I saw, I read some of the comments when you were asking, a lot of people are worried about the bullpen. And I, it's funny because now that there's a camera in front of me and I'm forced to remember, I'm blanking on what she said, but I remember Disha making me feel much better about the bullpen situation last week. And she, I mean, go back and watch it. And I will too, because now I completely forget what she said, but it calmed me a lot. But she has full faith that, you know, she said they probably could have added on another person. They missed out on a few, but she's comfortable in comparison to the rest of the league with where they're at. I, this is something I think about often. Has there ever been like a team that you can remember that just had like an elite bullpen? Like their bullpen was great. I can't think of any team ever in baseball. It was just like the bullpen that year was amazing. I just feel like bullpens are always, and even the, they could be amazing statistically, but like you're always going to remember when the bullpen blows a game. You're not going to remember when they do their job. Well, that too. Like every time we... Most guys that we have in our bullpen mm -hmm. uh, over the years, whether it even be John, like the great John Franco, or yeah. you know whoever, you got guys like Benita. Like you always remember their bad moments. Who's in the game when like your life is on the line? And I will you, tell you, I always remember. And you're not comfort, yeah, I remember you know? when I think of Familia. 
I think of him giving up the home run to Gillespie in the wild card game in 2016, not about the record setting year he had before in 2015. Like I just get stomach pains when I think of Familia because it's always just like anxious, but he was elite for a while there. And like, I fingers crossed he can get back there, but I really feel like, and I mean, even I had to go back and look at Evan D's numbers last year. Cause granted I wasn't really in, too into it last year just like the fake game I mean they felt like fake games to me no fans this game whatever I didn't watch too closely so when everyone was talking about how Diaz had an amazing year last year like I was like wait did he because all I think of is 2019 Diaz because you remember the bad you don't really remember the good especially with bullpens because it's such a tough job you come into the game in somebody else's mess and just have to be perfect every single time yeah, it's hard. So, I mean, I'm I was looking to be at some of the comments here and almost every single person was talking about the bullpen. Yeah, everyone's talking about the bullpen. So, I'm talking about the Twitter question uh, this morning. Yeah. So that's that's the story there. Bullpen, you know, health in general and bullpen is always going to be an issue. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's just the name of the game. But if we're going to do something this year, that's what's going to happen. And we need these guys to succeed. But, you know, right now it looks like DeGrom, Stroman, Peterson, Walker and and Joey uh, Lucchese is going to be like the, the five guys going out there, the five horses. Um, and now, yeah, I'm just reading the comments here. I forgot to press the button that says share audio when I did that video of you. So <laughs> anyone listening to the podcast later for like that 20 seconds it's is going to be just silence. Nothing. That's even worse because like the video itself has no dialogue in it. It's just the violence. I'm going to have to chop that a little bit because people are, that are watching, listening to the podcast later are going to be like, like what, is what happened? This? Did, my, did my phone break? Like, yeah, no, <laughs> no. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so that's, that's what's going on with that. That's but, so funny. We always have like one each show we have like one minor That's audio right. it's a technical show. There's difficulty. No producer. I'm sitting I know. with two laptops. I know. So <laughs> give me a break. You know? Um, it is what it is. But uh one we, laptop specifically for button pressing. Yeah, just the button pressing. <laughs> so uh I forgot to say this in the beginning, which is very important to yes. the show. Share the show if you're watching live. If you're not watching live, you could do it afterwards. That's how you're in you're putting the running to win some free Met stuff. I will get to last week's winners in a second, but um, if you're watching on Facebook, just post it on your wall. Post it on your wall. That one scared me. If you're listening, I wasn't ready uh, for it. If you're watching on Twitter, just hit the little retweet button. If you're watching on YouTube, we don't have a way to give away stuff on YouTube, but you can uh, hop on over after the show to one of our other platforms to so share the show or retweet it, and that's how you're in the running. And uh, this week's winners on Twitter, we have Mr. Beachbum23, and on Facebook we have Mark Beck. And uh, Mark, if you remember, was yeah. uh, he would be. Uh, one of our weekly players bingo. on bingo. bingo, which was fun last year. So, um, yeah, I will hit you guys up later and send you out some free stuff. And, um, yeah. So thanks. Thanks everyone for sharing. Um, chime into the comments if you want to, uh, be a part of the discussion. We only have like nine minutes. Wait, I am looking at this and I am screaming internally at the name for the seven line saloon being little peas. No, no, is no, that no. what it's going to be? That, those are little notes for myself. No, I so, love that though. That's so cute. McFadden's uh, is closed. I guess yeah. it's closing down. It has closed. Whatever. So sad. Um, I didn't go. I haven't been to McFadden since like 2015. You know, I haven't been to McFadden's in like six years. Why? No, four years or something like that. They owe me like three hundred dollars. Oh ever, shit! Which isn't like in the grand scheme. At McFadden's, pay Darren. Isn't like that much money? But it's money. It's your money. All right. So let me be hundred percent honest with you. Remember yeah. when they were doing the Budweiser promotion and they were giving if out you're the wearing beers, seven line, yeah, and they were like dollar beers. Yeah, and yeah. Like yeah. That? 
I don't know how they worked it into the budget, mm -hmm. but for all my promotion for McFadden's, when they would sell those beers, I would get a little cut. Right. Like nothing, like a, like five cents, whatever. But, but apparently shit, it adds up. shit adds <laughs> up. So I'm like, you guys want this promo for like all year yeah. of promoting your, your place to come? And, uh, you and know, it really, it was always seven line people packed McFadden's. Where's my money? Yeah. So it's like, yo, 300 bucks. It's like, come on. You gotta be like Stewie Griffin trying to get the money from Brian. So <laughs> I, I'm not a big family guy guy. But, oh, it's a great so scene. Look it up. They were closed after the season was over and they said, don't worry, we're opening up for the winter classic and we'll cut your check. Whenever the winter classic was, remember it was like two degrees on, yeah. on uh, New Year's day, uh -huh. whatever year that was. So I said, I wrote them an email. You know what? It's only 300 bucks. No big deal. Whatever. I'm thinking it's 300, maybe more, but something right. not huge compared right. to what McFadden's probably paid in sure. rent, 300 bucks, you know? So I sent a reminder email. I'm like, hey guys, I know you're going to be in this week. If you can cut that check. Radio silence, never replied, nothing. And then from that day on, I never went to McFadden's. Wow. But then like McKellar opened anyway. We're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I just go to McKellar's, yeah. But for 300 bucks, I'm like. That's, that's, that was poor on like. Like you said, like you pack the place with seven line people to just stiff you three hundred dollars and then lose all the income that's gonna come with it. Oh, yeah, maybe that's why they're out of business. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> seven uh, line stuff going. We had like there. six different managers over the years. Like the yeah. place was just poorly run. And you know, I, I take that back. Adam, who was great, Adam yeah. was the best, and I'm still friends with Adam. Um, him and I were actually looking at some bars together. I wanted to open a bar like right before the pandemic hit. Yeah, and I actually looked at spaces. Really? Yeah, in Patchogue and you know. Oh, in Patchogue. I thought you were talking about like no, the no, seven no. line. It's not ready yet. Yeah, I, mean, I know that area. I will open a bar in Flushing one day. So tell me, um, what is Little P? Okay, so I'll get to that in a second. I need so, to know. Did you see the thing I put up the other day where McFadden's tried to get me to to be a partner in like no. 2013? No, I didn't know that. I have that. a book. I have a little journal that I used to write in all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, I had like pretty, I wouldn't say severe anxiety, but like it was pretty sure. like crippling in some certain 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 situations where like I would write and just kind of help me clear right. my mind. Especially at that time, you're going to all these big meetings for the first time I with important people. notes on so much stuff. Yeah. It's like almost like if one day I wrote a book about something, yeah. or whatever, there's so much documented. But in 2013, I got a phone call from McFadden's corporate office. Because I had put out a tweet that said the Seven Line Saloon is going to happen one day. And I guess they got nervous and said, why don't we bring you in? We'll change the name of McFadden's to the Seven Line and you could be a partner. Holy shit. And I said, no. <gasps> I mean, well, but in like, hindsight, 2020. She knows, Lizzie remembers God. this. I was like, I have a phone call. I'm a little bit like, this is crazy. That's wild. So there's smart by them though like yeah but 2013 was in. like you had just started doing outings like it was relatively new Imagine that's today. crazy so it's like yeah but that was also like back in the day when we would go in there and like sell shirts or whatever and yeah just, just knowing the crowds that we got in there just for that the mcfadden's was the place to be pre-game post-game from like i want to say like 2012 to like 2014 2015 yeah. i feel like we started doing more like reverse tailgates but like but like i felt like it if was that packed. was something i never talked about because yeah. like i felt like that was weird because they were still in the building but now that they're just gone i'm like all right i guess it's like yeah let's spill it's over tea. now but like <laughs> smart by them to yeah. be like um let's eliminate bring this. this guy in the fold so he doesn't like basically open up his own place yeah. and steal all of our business but uh anyway that's the story with that so the reason why this says little peas little is peas. um Kelly's been a v uh, vegetarian for like 20 years. Yeah. I've cut back drastically over the last few years. I had some stomach issues and um, it just, it's better on my body sure. to not have that much red meat, yada, yada. So um, we recently also get, we were pescatarian. So we eat okay. fish and I haven't had dairy in a couple of years. Yeah. So now we're just straight up vegan. Wow. And um, we're finding it very hard to like find places to eat. 
yeah. besides eating at home. Mm-hmm. There's not that many vegan restaurants. I mean, vegan's at, hard. I looked it up. It's like it's not hard at all. Like at home, well, no, it's so for, easy for, for restaurants. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's difficult at restaurants. But like I looked it up, like 10 percent of the world is uh, are vegans or something like that. Yeah, and uh, especially in the African American population, there's a lot of vegans. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I I saw that on Shark Tank. But um, we're like maybe scrap the beer the bar idea for a little bit and just open up our own little restaurant and we call amelia p yeah i was gonna say that's why it was so cute oh we'll call it little peas and open up our own little like fresh juice place with vegan that's cute and also do like farm to table because we we're not stupid like we're gonna have like a brunch spot right and you want it to go and you're not vegan you want to have like bacon or eggs we do it like has to be local grass-fed do we know any farmers i don't know do we have to look into that Um, yeah. So any farmers that maybe watch the show or whatever, want to get involved, but I don't know this is kind of like a big picture thing. We're not sure. opening it tomorrow. Rent but through the so roof. cute. I love the name little yeah. peas. So maybe it'll be called little peas. That's why I wrote that. Just kind of like a reminder to myself of what we got to talk about. Right. Well, we're running out of time. <laughs> um, before we go though, we absolutely have to give a gigantic shout out to our friends from Coors Light. Coors Light is the best. I can't wait to drink a whole bunch of Coors Light responsibly, of course, on opening day. Are you doing anything for opening night? Opening night? You know what I'm doing opening night? Amanda's bachelorette party. We're going away. We're no, no, no. Opening night. Oh, April 1st. April 1st. Oh, no. But opening day, like the home opener is Amanda's bachelorette party. But April 1st? I really don't know. All right. Well, anyway, I don't know what doing, the plan I know what is, except doing. I'm going to have Coors Light. That's now all I know. I know what you're doing. You're going to go to drizzly.com. You're going to type in your address here. I'm going to actually just write Seaver Way here. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I can't even reach over here. Seaver uh, <laughs> um, Way. Sorry. So I'm going to type in Seaver Way here into drizzly.com. And then once you get to there, you just type in that you want Coors Light. This is so freaking easy. It's unbelievable. And you can get it delivered right to you. I don't know if they'll deliver to the tailgate mm-hmm. or wherever you may be, but if your address happened to be 41 Severway, you just click on the Coors Light, you select what you want, put it in your cart, get it delivered. It's freaking awesome. It's Do it so on easy. Instacart too, guys. If yeah. any of you shop with Instacart, you can just get Coors Light added to your groceries. It's amazing. Instacart and Drizzly. Definitely uh, stock up. Opening day, opening night is 10 days away. Opening day is 17 Cannot days away. Cannot wait to press reset and chill for the first time this season. Of course, responsibly. Of Obviously. Course, of course, responsibly. So, uh, uh, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Definitely, you don't really need to know about Coors Light that much more than it's awesome and you should drink it. Have you guys especially. tried the seltzers yet? Not yet. I want to. I though. want to also. I'm hoping we can get some Coors, seltzers here. Send us yes. some seltzers. Seltzers, know, right? please. <laughs> So tailgating before we go, um, opening day. Yeah, what you, is your plan? I don't know. I what, are, did I, they say if we're allowed they to can't tailgate tell you on you're grounds? Not allowed to tailgate. I well, mean, I don't know. I mean, if the cops are going to be out there, kind of like if it's a matter of the number of people you can have in a gathering, because there is still a number for indoor outdoor gatherings. Like, are they going to come around and check and make? Sh- I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, tailgating. Like, we'll see what happens. Uh, again. When we have a thousand tickets, do five hundred people go to the tailgate? Maybe not. Maybe four or three hundred people yeah, go to the tailgate. Still so pretty big though. If we have two hundred tickets, for instance, that's are true. we going to get a hundred go to the tailgate? It's not going to be huge. Yeah, that's true. So I think like if you want to still meet up in the marine a lot and responsibly distance from your friends mm-hmm. and drink some beers, I think that's fine. Yeah, I'm not like, going to bring the truck. We're right. not going to do it big with like DJ and all that stuff. Sure. Unless Elvis really wants to, but. Mm-hmm. 
that's the story. So I know we're kind of running out of time. I always think that the days where we don't have a lot to talk about. I know. We so much to talk about. We just about. kept talking the entire this time. This could be easily like a two-hour show. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Coors Light. Shout out to Dugout Mugs. Definitely go to uh, dugoutmugs.com. Use the special promo code 7line7line. 35% off anything MLB related on their site. Wait, do we have time for one thing? Quickly. Can you tell me what the bananas thing is? Is there time? We'll talk about it Okay, I'm just so curious. Uh, Yeah, bananas. <laughs> it's a team. They're doing crazy shit. Oh, the it's bananas. an actual team. I thought it was yeah, a joke. Yeah, look them up. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. See you next week, next Monday. We might have Mike Piazza on. We might not. Oh, my God. <laughs> if not, have a great week. <laughs> just had a crisis. 10 days. Let's go Mets. Woohoo! Put it in the box! <laughs> Sorry, I forgot.